All right, good morning. Are you blessed today? I want to share with you a message we call uh, Don't Stop. Don't Stop, Do It Again. So, Bimo, don't stop. You know, uh, a little background about this topic today. We're getting the story of Joshua in the book of Joshua. So, in Joshua, the background was ang children of Israel, matagal na sila naghihintay ng kanilang promised land. God promised them, makakapasok kayo sa, uh, sa land that I'm giving you, flowing with milk and honey. Napakagandang lupa. And kanyang-kanyang uh, inaari, kanyang-kanyang lupa. And you'll have a promised land there. It's going to be better than you can imagine. You know, I believe God has a promised land for us. Today in the New Covenant, the Bible says God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. We are to have an inheritance. Hindi ito, you know, physical things, but God has given us everything. He's given us Jesus. Kasama dun kay Jesus ang lahat. And so the people of Israel were wandering around, you know, galing sila sa Egypt, mga alipin sila dati, pinalaya na sila, and they were wandering around 40 years. They're waiting, they're praying, they're expecting and hoping and trusting for God's promise to be fulfilled. And it seemed like, pagdating sila doon sa tinatawag na brink, ang word brink is sa Tagalog yung malapit ka na sa border. Diyan ka na, konting tulok lang, konting push lang, andun ka na. May breakthrough na. You're inside na. But andun sila sa labas pa, malapit na sila. And Jericho was yung parang keyway city. Jericho was the city, the first one, doon sa border ng kanilang promised land. And they were about to go in, but Jericho had very tall walls, as if keep out. Napaka-fortified, napaka-secured sila doon. And see, mga Israelites, they're salabas. And they already verified, ang mga tao doon, malaki, warriors. They have weapons. So, syempre, nakaka-intimidate. But sino sa inyo naniniwala ang Diyos, hindi intimidated. Hindi siya takot. Nothing is impossible for God. And maybe kung ikaw, tulad ko, there are things you've been waiting for. Mga promises of God in your life. A promised land for your future. A promised land for your family. For your finances. For your career. A breakthrough in relationships. To overcome something. Mga issues, mga habits. And you're, you're trusting God na may breakthrough na, malapit na. You know, I, I'm believing. Matagal na ako pinapagpray ito and I don't know when it's coming but the promised land. is Pinangahawakan mo yung mga pangako ng Diyos. Sino sa inyo may nakaka-relate? You, you've been, you, you know, God has given you a word, a vision, dreams and goals and you're expecting from God. You're putting your hope in God. Well, ganon din. May mga things sa buhay ko. I've been praying, expecting uh, five years, ten years. Still waiting. Still, I thought it was only going to be months. But it took years. And wala pa rin. Come on. Anybody kaka-relate? You're, you're, still, you're still expecting something. You know, you're still praying for something. Hindi pa na materialize. But, well, these promises may take a long time. But I want to tell you, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't give up. Do it again. Pray for it again. Trust God again. Hope in Him again. 
Love again, forgive again, trust again. Keep going. So over here in Joshua chapter 6, basahin natin tong verse from 6, 1 to 20. I'll try to go fast, but please follow along. The gates of Jericho were tightly shut yeah, because the people were actually afraid of the Israelites. Baliktad. Now, you thought that you were the one afraid sa mga malalakas, matataas na tao, mga situations na napaka-secured and ikaw very insecured. Pero hindi mo akalain na the enemy is afraid of you. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. They were afraid of the Israelites. And the Lord said to Joshua, See? Kitam? I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and fighting men. And your fighting men should march around Jericho once a day for how many days? Six days. Seven priests. Take note of that number, seven. Seven. Which sounds better to your lips? Six? Six. Or seven? Seven. Okay, so seven priests will walk ahead of the ark each carrying a trumpet. Pag sinabi kong trumpet, kayo amang Okay, trumpet. Uh, trumpet. Keeps carrying a trumpet. On the seventh day, seventh day, you are to march around Jericho seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. And when you hear the priests give one long blast on the horns, all the people will shout, Hey! As loud as they can. Then the walls of Jericho will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. Wouldn't you like you mga sagabal sa dreamo to crash down? Wouldn't you like something to something that's nakakaharang sa yung, you know, next level? It would just break down. Okay. So in Joshua chapter 6, going to verse 6. Joshua called the priests together and said, Don't shout <laughs> the battle cry or yell. Don't even talk until the day I tell you to. Then let out a sh- shout. <laughs> as soon as Joshua finished giving the orders, the army started marching. One group of soldiers led the way with seven priests marching behind them and blowing trumpets. Okay. Then came the priests carrying the chest, the Ark of the Covenant, followed by the rest of the soldiers. They obeyed Joshua orders and carried the Ark around the town before returning to camp for the night. Early the next morning, Joshua and everyone else started marching around Jericho the same as the day before. The seven priests blew their trumpets. While everyone else marched slowly around Jericho and back to camp, they did this once a day for six days. On the seventh day, <laughs> they marched around Jericho the same as they had done for the past six days, except on this day, they went around seven times. Then the police, the priest blew a long blast on the trumpets. And Joshua yelled, shout, hey, for the Lord has given you the town. And when the people heard the sound of the trumpets, they shouted as loud as they could. Yeah. 
And suddenly the walls of Jericho collapsed. Boom. And, and Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. Well, you know, there was the breakthrough. It took a long time. Kalamo, what happened in one day was just one day. Pero Joshua and these guys have been waiting a long time. You know, you're sitting in SFCC today enjoying some benefits, right? It's air con. We have a parking space. We have a champion's kids. We have a school. We have name tags. We have praise and worship band. You know. But this didn't all just happen in one day. You know, it happened because some of us did not stop years ago when we were tempted to, but we didn't stop. We did it again and again and again and again. And more importantly, what you see, what you enjoy today is because God didn't give up on me. God didn't. He's so faithful. His promises were there. We were holding on to God's promises and do it again and again. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36 says, Do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. You need to, come on, say it with me, persevere. Okay, pagchachaga, endure. You need to persevere. So that, here, when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. You persevere so that you can receive. God gives, but you only receive if you persevere. It's possible you can do the will of God, but you don't receive what he promised. Even though you did the will of God. Why? Because you didn't persevere. You quit too soon. You're right there, but you gave up. You backed out. You lied low. You turned around. You went home, and you didn't keep going. <laughs> and I want to share with you three reasons that I think why people are tempted to stop too soon. And you, you tell me if kakarelay, kung toto ito. Number one, is because our perspective gets blocked. Your perspective, it's much of life, how you approach life, depende sa iyong perspective. Kung ano yung nakikita mo, so goes your your actions. The way you see life, the way you see mga situations. Diba sabi ko, I preached uh, a few weeks ago about how you see God. If you see Him as good, uh, loving, is, if you see God properly, then you will see yourself properly. If you have low self-esteem, inferiority complex, if you feel guilty, you see yourself as fat, ugly, dirty, sinful. You know, it's because the pagtingin mo sa Diyos is distorted. Di tama. When you see God accurate, you see yourself accurate. Yeah. 
And when you see yourself accurate, yeah, and it affects how you see other people. And sabi ko, how does God see me? He sees me as acceptable, lovable, forgivable, capable. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, letter A is this. Oh, oftentimes, this is so true. Oftentimes, just like such children of Israel, no? What God says looks different than what we see. Okay, look at verse 2. In Joshua 6, verse 2, God says, See, I have given Jericho into your hands. See? Now, pag sinabi ni God, see, here's Joshua. He's eating, no? See, I don't see. So he looks up. Ano nakikita niya? Wolf. Sagabal. No way, Jose. Yung parang, it's, it's block. But God is saying, see, I've given it to you. Verse 1 says, the walls were closed, tightly shut. Nobody comes in. So how can Joshua see what God says? Naranasan yung bayan? Now, here's the promise of God. Itong sinasabi ng Diyos, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That's what God says. But what you see is, wala akong magagawa. What God says is, all things works together for the good of those who love Him. And you're seeing everything's going wrong. So how do you go on when what God says doesn't match what you see. Grabe, no? It's a good land, promised land, you know? But I can only see giants. I can only see walls. I cannot see. And so that's why, sabi ko noon, we need to speak to ourselves. Kausapin mo ang sarili mo at sabihin mo ang mga pangako ng Diyos. Because faith circles back into your ears. Pag ikaw ay nag-speak ng words of God, you know, the sound waves, echo sa room at bumabalik sa tenga mo. And faith comes by hearing the word of Christ. And God gives life to the dead. And he calls things into existence which did not exist before. Ang bulag lumapit kay Jesus. Sabi ni Jesus, ano gusto mong gawin ko sa'yo? Sabi ng bulag, gusto ko makakita. And that is the same prayer we should say today. Because I need my, my perspective is blocked. Parang nabulag ako sa situation. I, I don't see my family how God sees. I, I, alam ko ang Diyos nakakita ng future, but I only see today at 4 o'clock. I don't see my studies, my career, my future, my marriage, my finances. I don't see. So God, gusto ko makakita. What you see, yung perspective mo, yung angle mo, gusto ko makita ko. Anong kikita mo? And that's why it's so wise for you to be in church. Yes. It's so wise. It's so unwise not to come. Because when you come to church, you are reminded of what God yes. said. Yes. So you can get your perspective back. And napakahalaga, sino nandito kagabi during, praise and, uh, during soaking praise? So important. Important. Do not underestimate the power of praise and worship. Because what praise and worship does, it brings you up higher. It 
elevates. Pakisulan noi, it elevates. Praise and worship elevates you to a higher viewpoint. So when you worship God, para kang ano eh, alam mo yung drone na may camera? Yung mga fly and then yung may iPad dyan and then yung drone goes up and you can have an aerial perspective. You can see above the wall. When you worship God, it brings your, your mindset, your, your perspective up to a level similar to what God sees. Because God speaks. Worship ka lang. Your, your mind starts getting clear. The, the worries start, you know, the same circumstances, but your perspective on those worries is different when you're worshiping. You see a big God and a small problem. Not a small problem. I mean, you see a big God and a small problem, not a small God and a big problem. So it's very important that we worship and praise God because your perspective gets different. You get elevated to a higher viewpoint, a bird's eye view, you know, a bird's eye view, an eagle perspective. Okay, so don't lose hope in the Lord. Expect. All right, did I, give, did I get everything there? Yeah. Well, I won't forget John. Number two, nah. Uh-huh. All right, number two. <laughs> I'm excited already. All right, number two is this. Here's another reason why Minsana could give up because you, your, your progress isn't so obvious. Your progress, your bunga, your results. Hindi obvious. Hindi, wala kang makikitang, ano. Imagine yung mga taga, mga taga Israelites, they're just marching around Jericho. And nung nag-march sila, paikot around the city, sabi ni Joshua, sige, uwi na kayo. Bukas ulit. So, kinubukasan, gumising na maaga, reporting for duty, sir. O sige, march kayo, paikot kayo, tapos uwi. Ha! So, mikot sila. Yung walls, hindi nagbago. Walang pagbabago nang nag-march sila ng day one, walang nagbago, hindi nag-crumble, walang nahulog ng brick. Walang nangyari. Zero results. Kinubukasan ganun din ang ginawa. Walang nagbago. So from a human perspective, walang senso yung pinapagawa ng Diyos sa atin. It doesn't work. No effect. Sino sa inyo nakaka-relate? I mean, pag sinabi ng cell leader mo, oh, you just, just keep showing up. You just go to church. Just pray. Pag-pray mo na lang siya. Forgive mo na lang yan. Yan, it will get better. Basta, basta forgive mo siya. So, pinatawad mo. Hindi pa rin siya nagbago. Hindi pa nagsasorry. Ikaw pa ang may kasalanan. Nakaka-relate. Parang ginagawa mo yung pinapagawa ng Diyos, ginagawa mo yung tama, you're trying to think right, worship, do what's good, go through the routine, and nothing change. Christian ako, six months na, wala pa rin pagbabago, ganun pa rin ang ugali ko. Yung dati kong kasalanan, ganun pa rin, lumalala pa. You know, or, or maybe nasubukan ko na na mag-tiles. Ma three months na ako nagtatiles every Sunday. Wala pa rin pagbabago sa finances ko. Have you ever, you know, can relate? Don't stop. Do it again. 
Because after you've done the will of God, you will receive the promise. If you persevere. Grabe, no? Can you imagine uh, ang mga asawa ng Israelite soldier? Mga asawa. Pag uwi niya galing sa digmaan, sasabihin ng asawa, oh, kumusta? Ano nangyari ngayon? Uh, honey, wala, wala nangyari. Anong ginawa mo? Uh, nag-march. Umikot kami. <laughs> Ha? Akala ko mag- makikipag-away na kayo. Apa? Akala ko makikipag-battle uh, na kayo. And well, iba kasi yung strategy. Siguro day one, ganun talaga. No? Parang sco- scoping out the, what parang reconnaissance lang yan. And then day two, wala pa rin. Sasabihin niya, honey, anong, anong nangyari? May breakthrough na ba? Ay, uh, anong ginawa mo? Uh, nag-march ulit. Ha? Ano, wala kang pinatay. Wala kang, you know? Day three, ang aga mo. Uh, yun lang, ginawa, nag-march. Walang mangyayari, wala yan, walang kwenta ang Christian-Christian na yan. Ba't ka nag-a-attend doon? Ba't ka nag-march doon? Walang mang mangyayari dyan. Have you ever heard this kind of thing, you know? Walang makukuha doon. They're just after your money. They just, you know, have, you know, and it seems like no progress. Friends, letter A is this, just keep trusting in God's promise, not in your progress. Don't trust in your progress. Don't, don't rely on your track record and how much, you know, results. Leave the results to God. Sabi nila, push, P-U-S-H, pray until something happens. But what if you pray and nothing happens? What if you share and no one seems to listen? What if you invite, but no one comes? What if you forgive, no apology, they're still mad? The relationship doesn't grow sweet and happy. Galatians 6 verse 9 says, Let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Friends, I I want you to know this now. The perks, diba perks, yung parang bonus, yung advantages, yung perks of God's promise outweigh the pain of the process. So I know that pag dumaan tayo sa process, may mga pain, may mga inconvenience. It hurts to keep trusting when there's no results. I mean, exercise pa lang. Sino sa inyo, you will be more motivated to exercise kung may results kaagad. Right? I mean, I just go and start doing some sit-ups. If I could do my sit-ups and then, and then may mga six-pack kaagad. Now, as, as I'm doing, in real time, bawas na tummy fats, results kaagad, you know, do the barbells and biglang lumaki, parang incredible hook. Wouldn't you be more motivated? If you prayed one prayer and instantly there's the result. Every time. Of course, we would pray all the time. Right? But sometimes, I'm going to get to this. There's, you just got to, don't stop. You just got to persevere. <laughs> the pain of the process, guess what? It will be worth it. 
when your father finally receives Jesus, you'll say, it was worth it. I prayed for 10 years. I prayed for so long. I forgave him. I loved him. But it was worth it. When your family is restored, you will say it was worth it. When you finally start overflowing and and, and blessing others and all of those times of being faithful to God, just putting aside the tithe, just putting him first, and all these things are added to you, you'll say it's worth it. It's the, 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 the perks of being in the center of God's will. I promise you, it will outweigh the pain of whatever process you're in. And number three is this, that we sometimes quit or stop too soon. Jajan ka na. Ang lapit lang. Sayang yung mga nag-give up. Ang jajan lang. Baka test lang ni Lord yan. But ang jajan lang. Konting tiyaga lang. Konting perseverance lang. You will have your breakthrough. You will have that, that bondage broken. That habit overcome. That issue put behind you forever. But why give up? Why yung iba nag-stop? Because many times, yung process is open-ended. Parang wala kang makikitang conclusion. Kung sinabi sana ni Lord na you're gonna undergo a trial and it will last for 13 months. <laughs> and by September next year, you will have your breakthrough. Well, at least you can calendar everything. Right? You can, you can count down. But God doesn't give you a blueprint like that. God doesn't give you a time frame. The process is open, open-ended. And you know, Joshua, God made make conference sila ni God. So God told Joshua ko anong agenda. Magma-march ka ng six times, once a day, for six days. On the seventh day, mag-march kayo, paikot kayo seven times, blow the trumpet, give the go signal, lahat ay sisigaw, and the walls will crumble down. So at least Joshua nakakaalam. But take note of this. Joshua never told the people how long it will take. Joshua never told the soldiers, he never told the people. That was his knowledge, but hindi niya sinabi sa mga Israelites how many days they will march. Basta ang sinabi niya, shut up and march. Don't talk. Because nandun si Joshua 40 years earlier at pinayagan ni Moses na mag-feedback, mag-salita ang mga tao at lahat sila nagreklamo, natakot, at nag-speak ng death and fear, and it spoiled the whole chance. Their own mouth, their own negativity, sabotaged the promise of God for that generation. Kaya sabi ni Joshua, oh no, everybody shut up. Because if you have the chance to talk, you'll probably ruin your own baby faith. Yeah. Laging sinasabi namin kay Zion, if you cannot say anything positive, don't say anything at all. Just keep quiet and borrow somebody else's faith. You know, if you start, if you start speaking negative, 
shut your mouth and go to somebody who has faith. Kahit hindi mo feel. And then just sabihin mo sa kanila, can you speak life to me? Because I don't, I don't have anything in my mouth right now. So you just keep your mouth shut and let somebody else, you just borrow their faith for a while until you can get your own. Are you following me? So Joshua said, shut up and march. So ikot sila one day. They don't know it's going to take six days or 600 days. Wala singa alam. And when they marched, nothing happened. No change. So the process is open-ended. Kaya hindi sila nakikita yung dulo. No light at the end of the tunnel. When you feel like that, parang nakakapagod eh. You feel discouraged, lose your faith, lose your joy. How long do I have to keep marching? How many days do I have to wait until makakita ng, makakatikim ng ubas na sinasabi nila na meron sa promised land? Pangako ng Diyos sa, sa akin, sabi ng pastor is, I, I will, all these things will be added to me. Eh, wala namang nakikita yan. Ba't ako magtatize? It's not working. Ba't ako church? Wala namang bag, pagbabago. How many days do I have to keep doing this? How long until I get married? How long until I have my family restored? How long do I have to keep dreaming about a better future, a job? How long do I have to keep praying for my goals and my vision? Walat namang nakikitang dulo. It would be nice if we had 100% assurance. But God is teaching us to walk by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, We walk by faith and not by sight. So you have to, listen to me, so important. Kailangan na trust God that He is working even if it's not working. Kahit it seems like walang effect, just trust that God is working on your behalf. And the last point under this is that this is so important. Minsan, kung bakit open-ended at walang hangana, na nakikita natin na walang hangana, is because God also wants you to win not only the external battles, but the inside battles. The battle that's inside of you, hindi lang yung battle dyan sa walls of Jericho. Or hindi lang yung battles dyan in your financial life or relationships or career. Siyempre, meron tayo mga battles, meron tayo mga things to conquer and overcome. Pero minsan, ang concern natin is what God will do for me. The battles that God will win for me. When in fact, God is concerned about the battles that He wants to win in you before the battles He can win for you and through you. Are you following me? God wants to do a work in you first. And that's why the process is sometimes open-ended. And you're focused outside, but God is concerned about what's happening inside you. He's so patient with us. He loves us even when we lose some of the you know, some of the time. 
But the battle belongs to the Lord, and God wants you to win. He wants a victory inside you. He wants to defeat pride. He wants to overcome, you know, that self-reliance more. Self-depending on yourself lang. He wants to dismantle those bad habits and to reprogram yung wrong way of thinking. So don't give up because you might be on the brink. I want to play this song, just a short little song, very simple, but the words is don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. Could you play that in P3, please? God is still on the throne, right? still on the throne don't give up don't give up you're on the brink of a miracle don't give in remember you're not alone so in the application you take home nothing just don't stop on six Remember, six in the Bible was the number of times na umikot sila sa city of Jericho. One time. One time for six days. And nothing happened on one to six. It was on seven. The seventh day. After the seventh paikot. When seven priests blew the trumpets. And seven priests carried the Ark of God's Covenant. Do you understand? In the Bible, numbers mean something. Six is the number of man. Man was created on the sixth day. God rested from all his work on the seventh day. Right? In the book of Kings, you know, Elisha had a man, a leopard, yung tao may ketong, and he 
told this man, go dip in the Jordan River seven times. And offend yung, yung official. Sabi niya, bakit ako, ang dumi ng Jordan River? Ang dami pang mas magandang river. And they, they convinced him, mga kasama niya convinced him, gawin mo lang, just submit, just do it. Even though hindi mo maintindihan, even though hindi mo gets, just do it. So eventually, nag-submit lang siya to his, you know, to the word of God, nag-dip siya. Imagine, he went to the river, came up, may ketong pa rin, wala naman. He went down again, came up, wala pa rin bag, pagbabago. He went down again a third time, maybe I should start scrubbing. You know? Yung katawan niya, full of leprosy. But on the seventh time, when he came up, his skin suddenly was as pure and clean and smooth as a baby. Baby skin. Yeah. <laughs> so, imagine that. And the same thing. The number six always relates to man. The woman, the Samaritan woman that Jesus met at the well had six failed men in her life. Five former husbands and one live-in. Six men. But Jesus became the seventh man in her life. The perfect one. Man's number is, anytime there's a six, it's, it's incomplete. Okay, six, six, six. It's incomplete. It's not God. God is seven, seven, seven. The number of perfection, complete, whole. Six, six represents what you can do. Okay? Six represents your best efforts, your knowledge, your logic, what you can do. Six times around the city of Jericho, nothing happened. Siguro kung bumagsak ang walls on the first day, sasabihin nila, well, we marched good. It was, it was our marching that made Jericho fall. But actually, they finally realized, kahit ilang beses tayo mikot dito, walang mangyayari kung hindi kumilos ang Diyos. Maybe God just let them march six times so they would finally believe that we can do nothing without Him. So don't stop on your six. Trust God. His love and his plan. Trust God's love and his plan. And when you've done everything you know how to do, keep trusting, keep working, keep marching, keep believing, keep giving, keep forgiving, keep loving and hurting and loving again. Keep going and don't stop. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, do it again. Do it again. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that you are a God of seven. You're a God of complete. We don't hope on Friday. We hope in our Sunday, the resurrection. Our hope is not just that you died for us, but that also you rose from the dead. Our hope is not in ourself, in our best efforts. Our hope is in your move, your hand. So, Lord, teach us to persevere and not quit, not give up. Even when it looks like walang nangyayari, I pray, Lord, that we would just persevere. We'll just keep marching, keep trusting, keep believing in your love and in your purpose, in your plans. Lord, help us to have a daily diet of your promises. Your word is true. 
and your promises still stand. And even when we walk around the walls and we thought by now they would fall, help us, Lord, to just believe that you've never failed us and you'll never fail us. Thank you for your love and your unfailing promises. In Jesus' name, amen.